listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. about this for many months Lord let your will be done and I've been praying very hard God help me to choose the right person now I have made up my mind about who I'm gonna propose to I'll see the lady tomorrow night This is what I'm gonna say I'll say I love you I'll marry you and I'll take you home But please be very nice to me Lord, please help me do the right thing I've never felt this way before I want to have a good relationship And I want to serve you all my life Don't want battles in my bedroom I don't want trouble too Lord, please help me do the right thing As I propose to my beloved tonight I'll say I love you I'll marry you take you home and I will say I want you but please be very nice to me oh Jesus please guide me I hope I'm not following my feelings oh tonight the big night when I talk to the one I have chosen I'll say I love you 
no, 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 no. But the more we talk, the more resistant you are. Oh, pastor's wife, yeah, yeah. Every time your husband talks, you never listen. Oh, no, you don't. No, no, uh, no, no, you don't. That is why we're talking to you now. Oh, woman, are you listening? You have been having so many arguments at home. No, that's not how it's supposed to be. No. You must listen to the word of God, yeah And change your attitude, change your attitude Otherwise, you will lose everything Humble yourself, yeah To me now, humble yourself. Oh, become like a child. All right, listen. Oh, pastor's wife, you're a big temptation to your man. You are supposed to be so soft, so soft and so gentle. Yeah, pastor's wife. But now you've become so hard and so big in your own eyes. Oh, pastor's wife. Listen, Esther wasn't nobody, yeah. But she took the place of Vashti, yeah, she did. Oh, pride, pride comes before a fall, yeah, humble yourself. Come on, come on, come on, pastor's wife, humble yourself, we're talking to you, Humble yourself, oh yeah, please, Mrs. Madam L.P., what's your name? Listen, oh, pastors and wives, you just oppose and you just accuse, I don't know why, no one can talk to you and no one can counsel you you want to bring down the whole ministry why'd you want to do that I don't know why because you never yield uh, you never bow uh, you never bend that's the one you have changed so much and 
you don't even realize You don't even realize Oh, that's just why It's time to love your man Oh, 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 oh. It's time to show some softness And some kindness to your man Please throw away your stubbornness And be nice for a change Otherwise God will change your position Give your place to a better person Yeah Come on, come on, come on Humble, 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 humble yourself, yeah Humble yourself And become like a child Humble yourself, Mrs. LP, Lady Rev I don't remember your name But I'm telling you today Humble yourself You gotta come down Let your pride come down, yeah Please humble yourself, flow like a child, behave like a child, and love your man. Humble, 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 humble yourself, yeah. Humble yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself. Please, 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 please. We're talking to you, talking to you, talking to you, talking to you, please. Please humble yourself. Thank you. Jesus Lord I want to follow you I want to serve you Jesus Lord I want to be your favorite child I want to please you Lord This world is so very dark Everything is not what it seems to be, but I want to be your favorite child. Oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. Lord, I 
more I want to be near you forever Oh Lord, I am coming close to you Lord, I'm coming closer and closer to you I'm trying to feel your presence now Lord, I want to be your favorite child So I'm coming closer and closer to you you Jesus I just don't know how to say it I love you love you so very much I'm so happy that I found you Lord I want to live my life with you I want to stay in your house Send me to do anything for you. I want to be your favorite child. Oh, Lord, I feel drawn to you. Lord, I want to seek you more. I want to be near you forever. Oh, Lord, I am coming close to you. I'm coming closer and closer to you I'm trying to feel your presence now Lord, I want to be your favorite child So I'm coming closer and closer to you so far at church well I have good news for you so that was all leading up to the best part of the service so please rise to your feet make a loud noise as we welcome our very own pastor Bishop Richard Aye I expect a miracle today 
nothing is impossible to those who believe and say, I believe God's word is still the same, and I expect a miracle today. Thank you, Father. Let us pray. Thank you for this blessed opportunity. Thank you for your word that you have preferred, prepared for us today, Lord. Let lives be blessed. Let lives be changed. Let lives be affected, Lord. Thank you for the power of your spirit. Thank you for your great mercy towards us, Lord. Let hearts be obedient, Lord. Let every knee bow to the name of Jesus and to the power in the name of Jesus today. Thank you for your great grace and help. In Jesus' name I pray, and everybody shall say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you all okay? You can all see me? Yes. Okay. Wow. I can see you too. Beautiful. Well, let's hear the word of God. Um, today is when we start sharing on knowing your invisible enemies. Okay? So we're going to be sharing on knowing your invisible enemies um, for a little while. And I believe that there are many things to learn. How many of you would like to learn something? Yes, please. please. Thank you, please. Okay. So, turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. (laughs) 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Have you found it? Verse 1 says that, Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold toward you. Wow. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. Verse 3. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Are you there? Verse 3. It says that, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war 
after the flesh. Can you understand and relate with that verse we just read? Though we walk in the flesh, though we are human beings, flesh and blood, you know your friends, you know your mama, you know your papa, you know your aunties, you know your housemates, you know your neighbors, you know physical human beings. But it's saying to us that your troubles, your troubles are not in the flesh or physical. As physical as things are, all the troubles you have. How many of you have had troubles before? How many of you still have some troubles you would like to? Yes. So, the first thing is bringing to our attention is that though you can see, you can see your friend, you can see this person, you can see that person, you can see your lecturer, you can see your teacher, you can see your boss at work, you can see all the people that give you problems. How many of you have had problems with people before? People. People, especially people. Yes, people. Yes. So, people. You've had problems with people before, isn't it? You see people. People, isn't it? Yeah. He's saying that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Your problems, your problems are not a result of the physical human beings that you see around you are you there so verse 4 verse 4 says that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal that is that is the instruments Mm. the equipments that you have to solve the problems that you have in the flesh as a human being are not are not physical equipments They're not physical equipment. You can't use, in other words, you can't use any of the physical things that you have or carnal things or natural things that you have to solve the problem that you have. If you try using any of the physical things that you have, your problem, your problem or the source of your problem will be very excited. Imagine someone trying to use an insecticide to kill you. In a huge room, a room as this big, and the person just sprays a couple of puffs and walks away and says that by the time we come back, you are dead. The person is rather saving you from insects, isn't it? You'll be very happy with that spray. So when you try solving your problems from the physical, natural Carnal angle, your real enemy gets excited because he discovers that you are totally lost. You don't even understand the type of problem that you have. It's like your enemy using an insecticide raid, raid on you, and not using a lot of it, just three or four puffs spray. In a room as big as this, and says and says to his friends and his colleagues that let's wait for five minutes. By the time we open the door, they are dead. They are dead. By the time they open the door, you'll be asleep. Peacefully. You'll be very, very happy. So when you try using some methods, you try burning a candle, 
sprinkling water around your bed before you sleep. Or your Bible under your pillow. How many of you have put your Bible under your pillow before? Your people under your your Bible under your pillow. And then and then you you don't you don't know anything that's written in the Bible. And it's not under your pillow so that you can reach it quickly and have your quiet time. But it's under your pillow for protection. Or you have this kind of wall hangings. And, you, and it's written on it, the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. No. You better believe the Lord is your shepherd instead of writing it on a paper and hanging it somewhere that the Lord is your shepherd. You rather should believe it. So when you hang it, you know that you've hung something that you believe in. And what will fight for you is not the, it's not the hanging, but it's what is in your heart. So you better believe it before you hang it. Yes. So, it's saying that the weapons of our warfare, so it means, it means, it means there's a warfare. This is the second time we are seeing war. The first one says that we war not after the flesh. It means there's a war. Whether you like it or not, there's a war. And then now he's saying that the weapons for the warfare that we are engaged in are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So, and then what else? Verse 5 says what? Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. So we are getting a picture, we're getting a picture here that there are invisible enemies that you can use visible, physical things to fight. To fight and to overcome them. So, um, next verse I would like to read to you is in Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Okay. Yes. Children, obey your parents. Verse 2. Honor your father and your mother. Verse 3. That it may be well with you. Verse 4. Fathers, provoke not your children. Verse 5. <laughs> Why do you like fathers, provoke not your children more than honor your father and your mother? Why? Do you, do you not know that? Do you not know that? M- max, max, max. Five years from now, most of you will be mothers and fathers. Do, do you not know? Maximum five years from now. Receive it. Uh-huh. So five years from now. Max, 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 Max. A lot of you, most of you. 
You even look different. Yes. So enjoy these years when you have you can wear belts. Enjoy it. Look, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm only reacting to your reaction. <laughs> yeah. Verse 5. We go to verse 5. Don't take me back to verse 4. Verse 5. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters. Verse 6. Doing the will of God from your heart. Verse 7. With goodwill doing service. Verse 8. Knowing that whatsoever good thing that any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord. Verse 9. Masters, do the same things unto them. Verse 10. Finally, brethren. (laughs) Finally, brethren. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Can you see why he's telling you to be strong in? Be strong in God. Be strong in God. Don't be strong in secular things. Be strong in God. No matter how successful you are, in everything, every sphere, every area of life, be sure to be strong in the Lord. 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 And in the power of his might. His might has power. So be strong in that realm as well. Be strong in the power of the Lord. Be strong. That is, believe in miracles. Believe that impossible can be possible. Believe that when men say no, God can say yes. Believe that when a door is closed, God can open it. And believe that when a door is open, God can close it. God can say it's over. No more enemies, no more disturbance in your life and close that door. So believe in the power of his might. Believe in it. Believe in it. Don't just subject yourself to reasoning, logic, and common sense. Don't just, don't just believe in what you see and what is happening to you. Believe, be strong in the Lord and be strong in the power of his abilities. That's his might, what he can do, what he can do. Every time I see people who go to the gym a lot, <laughs> listen, listen, when I see people go to the gym a lot who have all these muscles or muscles and they have all these, they have all these things. Do you, know, do you know one thing I keep asking myself? What I keep asking myself is, are they strong? Do you understand? It's like, are they strong? Because they have an appearance as though they are strong. But I wonder, are they strong? Are they really strong? I mean, do they have... Do they have strength because they seem to have a shape but I don't know whether they are strong and then apart from that can they fight (laughs) yes yes because the the appearance of someone can intimidate you. But that person can't fight. Or that person is not, he's not even strong. 
He's not even strong. He has the shape and the form. But he may not be strong. And I'm talking to you about the strength of the Lord. The strength of the Lord. And the Bible is saying that be strong in the Lord and also be strong. That is, be, be settled, confident, trust in the power of his might. It's like God is strong. God is strong and his strength releases a certain power. A certain power that can change things. Be strong in that one. Believe, it's, 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 like, it's like believing God. It's like, when you believe in God, what are you believing in? You are believing that impossible can be possible. Amen. Impossible can be possible. Amen. You are believing that what, when the doctors say you have six months, God can say you have 60 years. Amen. Yes. Yes. God can say, no, 60 years. Amen. Forget it, 60 years. Amen. You'll be okay. Amen. You'll be okay. When the doctors are expecting that, oh, it's going to be over with you. So, no, God is saying, no, it's not going to be over with you. No, it's, I mean, your time is not now. Your time is not now. When you lose a job, believe in the power of his might that your next job will be better. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Yes. When a relationship goes South. Believe in the power of his might that God, that the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. And believe that this person, this person who is trying to mess up your life is rather creating a promotion for you. And you are rather escaping some wicked boy, wicked boy. You have escaped from some wicked boy of some wicked girl. Amen. Some of the girls are wicked, you know. Hey! 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 And you live with them, you can cry every day. Because you will discover that you will discover that she doesn't care about you. Yes, doesn't care. She's, be- she's beautiful but wicked. Wicked beauty. Yeah. You said she doesn't care. Yeah. So instead of crying over something that God is helping you to escape, that's a, the scripture says, be strong in the power of his might. That his power, his power is doing something. Amen. His power is on the move. It is, it is the power of God. It is the power of God. Never sit and sob forever as a Christian. As, if you're not a Christian, please cry. <laughs> but as a Christian, a Christian, a child of God, look, never, don't, don't, don't accept don't accept that Satan is interfering in your life and doing things to you. As soon as you see something not going the way you expect, say to, proclaim, proclaim to yourself, all things work together for good. All things work together for good. All things are working together for good. 
Because some of you, you know, if you're not being for some experiences, you won't be in church. I mean, church is not your thing. But see, after those things, look how God has offered you a better life, a sweeter life, a nicer life. That is the power of his might. Verse 11. Okay. You've understood verse 10, isn't it? The verse 11 says, I put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Okay. Um, Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Stop fighting human beings. Stop fighting. Stop thinking. Stop hating people. Stop hating people. Stop saying to yourself, somebody has done something to you. Stop saying to yourself, somebody doesn't care. Somebody's like this. This person is wicked. He's evil. He's not nice. He's this. Stop, stop that type of analysis in your life. Because the scripture, do you believe in the scripture? Do you believe in the Bible? The Bible is saying that you, you, are, not, you are not wrestling or fighting. You are not involved in a battle with flesh and blood. What is flesh and blood? A human being. Yes. Your auntie. Hey. Your uncle. Hey. Mama. Mm. Daddy. Yeah. Housemate. Flatmate. Hey. You are reacting to your flatmate as though, as though she's a demon. Instead of dealing with the invisible enemy that is working through her. Yes. You're not talking to people you should be talking to. Mm. Mm. I like it when you sing too. (laughs) Are you there? You see, when you when you respond, everything is physical. Everything is physical. Everything is blows. You go to exchange blows. It shows, it reveals a low understanding of who you are and what and what there is to contend with. What there is to contend with. What there is to contend with. You don't even know what you are contending with. Look at the scripture. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But what are we fighting against? We're fighting against principalities. Powers. Have you seen a principality before? It's an invisible enemy. It's an invisible enemy. You can't see, you can't see them, but they are there. Principalities. These, these, are like, these are like princes and powers over regions and territories. You see, the Asadam, there's, there's, there's um, one of these spirits, one of these spirits, either a principality or a, a power like a spirit, spiritual wickedness in high place that is working in the city of London. Yes. Don't see young people killing themselves. You can't gather them into a leisure center and give them a lecture and resolve that problem. At all, at all, at all. Even increasing the number of police on the street doesn't take that problem away because the problem, the, the source of the problem is an invisible thing. It's not a physical thing. It's not, it's not some physical person sitting somewhere that 
today go and fight here. Today go and do this. No, it's a, I mean, have you not asked yourself, why don't you fight and why do others fight? Yeah, it's not lack of jobs. How many of you here would like to have a job? Or a better job than what you have now? Yes. Yes, always. Yes. Everybody lifted their hand apart from me. Me, I'm happy with my job. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, very happy with my job. <laughs> I like what I have. <laughs> Don't you also like my job? You even like me to watch me work, isn't it? You enjoy my work so much that you come you come to my office. You will be blessed in my office. Sometimes you see a home. There's no peace. There's no peace. Everyday quarrels. Fights. There's no quiet. Even, even, Christ, even Christmas Day, there's no... There's no uh, what's that thing when um, uh, two nations or groups are fighting? And they, they, a truce. Yes. <laughs> It's like, it's, like, it's like even on that day, we can't even agree to say today we won't fight. Hey. We'll take a break just for 25th December. So we can even start again 26th. No, they can't. <laughs> By 12 noon, you see, they start firing. Yes. Yes. They can't. And they don't, they, they don't when, when you ask, I, I remember asking a couple. Who were at each other's throat. Do you know someone was at each other's throat? It's an expression. But you can picture it. Come, come. Hold my throat. Each other's throat. throat. It's it's like, who will die first? She's squeezing my throat, I'm squeezing hers. Yes, who who will die first? They are at each other's throat. But you see. The amazing thing, the amazing, the amazing experiment that I've seen over the years is when I ask the man, do you love her? He will always say yes. And when I ask the woman, do you love her? She'll say, of course. But meanwhile, they're at each other's throat, suffocating each other. They can't even see. They can't even see. That their actions are a result of an invisible enemy. It's not a physical thing. It's not physical. It's not physical. It's not physical. Sometimes even, even the house that you've moved in, you didn't have some problems till so you moved into that house. Yes. As long as you move them, you see, things are different. It's true. Even your dreams are different. Yes. Because there's there's a resident owner. Yeah. I used to have a room, a place that I, I used to go and pray. It was for me. I used to go there and pray every time. And I always remember, I believe the Lord telling him that, no, stop using this place. Don't use this place. 
And I was like, I felt like, oh, it's just one of those interesting imaginations. And I said, oh, look, how you sit at me. It's working. How you sit, I'll go. So I continued going. I continued going. I said, no, 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 don't use this place. Don't. It's not working. Don't use it. And I kept going. I said, oh, it's working. I'm happy. <laughs> so one day, it was a Saturday morning. Saturday morning, almost 10 a.m. As I got up to pack my things to leave that place. Having spent about a week there. A week there doing nothing. Praying. Wow. Praying all by myself. Praying all day. All night. Praying. Very happy that I've been praying. Anytime I tell this story. I can still hear the sound of the zip of my little bag. Because I zipped it. You know the sound of yeah. a zip. And it was as though someone held my two shoulders like this. Because I was at the foot of the bed. As though somebody held my shoulders like this and turned me and pushed me onto the bed, lie down. Yes, and I lay, I lay on my back. I was ready to leave. I was going. I was not sleepy, no problem, and I lay on my back. My feet were on the ground, but my, I just lay on the bed. And then suddenly, suddenly, my, the door was shut. Suddenly, a lady walks in. Yes, I saw her. I saw her coming like this. Dark-skinned lady with short, natural hair, wearing tight blue jeans. I mean, when I say tight, you cannot easily separate the jeans from her skin. Skin tight. Yes. And she was topless. Firm, new breasts. Firm. The breasts were standing like rockets that were about to take off. No, 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 no. The breasts were not tired. They were up and fixed. Firm. I don't know what age it, it is, but she had, I mean, firm. <laughs> yes. Relax, relax. Don't get excited. And she had oiled her top. Her whole top arms like this. Her breasts were shining. Shining. The whole skin was shining. The whole top was oiled. Oil shining. And she walked into the room. Confidently. And she walked towards me on the bed like this. Where I was. And when she got to where I was, she turned around like this to sit on me. Yes. After the prayer. After the prayer. No, listen to what I'm saying. Listen. As she turned to sit, she didn't sit. And she turned to sit. Then suddenly I woke up. It's as though the person who put you says, up, wake up. Then I, have, I just then I had a voice saying like I just wanted to show you what is here. That's all. I just wanted. I just wanted to see what is here. That was my last day there. <laughs> that was my last day. That skin short. <laughs> yeah, was my last day. So you see, I'm explaining to you that your enemies are not visible. Sometimes because, you see, you are, you are even getting tired of some things because you are not fighting the thing you have to fight. You are fighting the wrong thing. 
You're fighting the wrong people, fighting wrong things, discussing wrong things. So it's like the problem is not leaving. Because the thing you have to fight, you haven't even started fighting it. Yes. It's different from it's different from you are fighting it, but you are using the wrong weapons. Like using raid to kill a human being after three puffs in a huge room. You see, he will die in five minutes. He won't die. He'll sleep peacefully. You'd have killed all the mosquitoes for him. This one is saying that there's something you have to fight that you are not fighting that thing. For sure, the Lord was telling her, look, if we come here to pray, I know you want to pray. What's about this is not the place. This is not the place. And it's like, it's like, it's like this, is not, this is not something something that you must even bind or fight. Because I see Christians who say that, look, I'm going to cast, I'm going to cast this thing out. But you don't even know how it got there. You don't know the legal right he has over there and why it is there. Wow. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. So, it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is not what we are fighting with. Stop, stop. You see, that you've decided, you, are not, you are not talking to your mother. You've not spoken to your mother for five years now. Look, stop it. You are, you are a joker. You're a joker. You're not talking to this person. You don't talk to this person. You don't want to see this person. You have this attitude towards this person. You're angry at this person. They, even if somebody's even your pastor, you're even angry with your pastor. Hey! Press it, press it. Yeah. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness. If you like, like, give yourself a ride, not underground, be on the road, through the city of London, you will discover each, not even barrow, but each area, even if you divide London into four, north, south, east, and west, each area has a certain atmosphere. Be- because it depends on who is, who is ruling there and who is there. Each, each, each area has a certain feel. You see some places, some places there's poverty. I mean, the, the people are poor. I mean, life is hard. But you won't see so much of that in other areas. And in those areas that you won't see so much of that, they also have another type of problem. Hey. Invisible. Know your invisible. You're going to discover your invisible enemies. So you can bind and resist them and cast them out of your life. So, Today, what do we want to discover? No. I can quickly give you a list of the invisible enemies. Do you want to hear some of the invisible enemies? I can give you an idea of some of them. But I have something else I want to share with you today. So, we've seen some already from this passage. Principalities, powers, rulers of spiritual darkness, all these are invisible enemies. 
spiritual wickedness, foul spirits. You see that in Mark chapter 9 and verse 25. Foul spirit. What does it mean of foul? Hmm. If you don't have a dictionary, don't talk. <laughs> what does it mean of foul? Do you have a dictionary? What does foul mean? Or do you have another translation here? Grossly offensive to the So that's like smell. Uh, form for me. Jesus gave the foul spirit. So foul spirit. Okay, no problem. So there are foul spirits, okay? Then there are fallen angels. Jude 1 6. There are princes of this world. 1 Corinthians 2 8. Princess, princess, princess. You know a prince? If you live in England, you understand who a prince is and the power of a prince and the status of a prince. So they are princes of this world. Then there are demons. Mark 6.13. Then there are thrones, thrones. Colossians 1.16. Then there are dominions, Colossians 1.16. Then there are spiritual flies and insects. Mark 3.22-24. Then there are hateful birds. Revelation 18 and verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen and has become a habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit. I really want another word for foul. And a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. So it's, it's describing a city, but it's telling, it's telling us that when it fell, when the, a, the great city of Babylon fell, it, it fell because it had been taken over by, by foul spirits. And it has become a cage of unclean and hateful birds and devils. So the destruction of a city or the destruction of a home or a town or a person or a campus is because invisible enemies, devils have taken over. That's what this verse is explaining to us. That when you see, say, Babylon the Great. It's like a city that is known. I'm sure people will travel there for business, holiday, tourism, different things. But when it, is, it was taken over, it became a habitation of devils. Devils, number one. Number two, a hold of every foul spirit. And then a cage. A cage of every unclean. And hateful bed. So they are beds, spiritual beds. Then, another kind, what am I telling you? Invisible enemies, isn't it? You didn't know there were beds, isn't it? Yeah, they are beds that inhabit cities and places. They are devils. Hmm. 
and foul spirits. Foul spirits. I don't know what foul spirits but there's something called foul spirits. Then there are frogs. Frogs that are spirits. Revelation 16 and verse 13 to 14. Then there are spiritual scorpions. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. Then there are spiritual dragons. Revelation 12 and verse 9. There are spiritual snakes. Revelation 12 verse 15. There are even spiritual horses and their riders. Revelation 6 and verse 8. And then, spiritual sea monsters, Psalm 74 and verse 14. Then there are multiple-headed monsters in the sea. That's Revelation 13 and verse 1. And then there are monsters from under the earth. That's Revelation 13 and verse 11. So you see, sometimes when people come under spiritual attacks, and they are mentioning some of these things and manifesting some of these things. You may think that they are acting and then you are giving them Panadol or something. To sleep. You see what? One of the, one of the things that uh, people who work in hospitals and things that they even see are evil spirits. But you can't pray for the person. But you can say, this thing, this thing is a spiritual problem. It's not a physical problem. It's a spiritual problem. Because they themselves, after all their years of training, can say there is no real solution to this thing. There's no solution to this thing. It's an entity that has taken over this person's life. That is making him behave and talk and act in the way that he's acting. It's not a natural thing. You see, you talk and talk and talk and talk, they can't find the cause of the problem. Can't find the cause of the problem. The only way, the only cause, the only way they can ask to comfort you as though they have found, but they haven't found it. So they ask, they ask you, are other people in your family, do other people in your family have it? Did your mother have it? Did your father have it? You see them, they are, they are talking about things like hypertension. Did this person have it? This person, this person, it's like, almost like, oh, it's okay. If they had it, then let's treat you. But what is the cause? No. It's like a, a resident problem. Do you know a resident problem? It's like somebody who is a resident in the country. Are you with me? Yes. So today, very quickly, I was just giving you the list of um, invisible enemies. Today, what I want to really talk to you about are assignments of demons against you. Assignments of demons. Let's see how far we can get to it. Then we take a break and come next week Sunday. How I many have already learned some things? Mm-hmm. Assignments. That is, that is, what is, what is their duty against you? What is their work? What do they want to try to achieve? 
when a demon is set into your life, what is he trying to achieve? What is his work? What does he want to do to you? What does he want to see happening to you? Wow. Look at it right there. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 9. This is a preacher speaking. And he's saying that for a great and effectual door, or a great door and effectual is opened unto me. But there are many adversaries. There are many adversaries. It's like I can see that I can do well. If I take this road of ministry, it's very, it's very effective. It's a great door and it's very, many lives will be affected. But there are many adversaries. There are many, you see, when you are not conscious or aware of the existence and presence of enemies, you would easily give up. You would easily give up. You easily think that, you would easily think that, no, it's not for me. Anybody who has not understood the existence and the presence of enemies gives up very easily. Or, or it's the same as giving up, but not give up completely and not do anything, but they change their course. They change their course. As though someone has promised that it's supposed to be easy. It's as though the will of God is easy. Or serving God is easy. Or it's easy for some people. The people that you see, that you think that is easy for them, is because you've not interviewed them about their problems. And you've not asked them that, what have you overcome? What did you overcome? And how long did it take you to overcome? And have you actually been able to overcome it or you are living with it? Yeah. There, he said, there. there. There's a preacher. There's a minister. There's an apostle. He said, a great door and effectual has been opened unto me. It's like I've got a chance to serve God, to live for God, to live a good Christian life, to be a minister. But, or not even but, he said, and oh, it's like, and also in addition to the opportunity that I have, there are plenty enemies, plenty. More, 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 more enemies. So what are the assignments of these enemies? What, what, what is their aim? What do they want to do? What do they want to achieve? It's like you start a course and you say, this course is not for you. Because you get one assignment and the assignment is so difficult. Well, what, what do you mean it's not for you? If it's not for who is it for? Or, or rather, may I ask you that what is for you? The alphabets? Just to learn the alphabets, that's all that's for you. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you've learned it. 26, you are done. That's what is for you. Is it not funny? That we think easy things means we are in the will of God. Or no, no problem. No problem means that, yes, God is with us. There are invisible enemies. He can see there are many adversaries. Many, plenty, plenty, plenty. See, the first assignment is 
Are you, are you ready for it? Are you ready for the assignment? Can we start? Okay. The first assignment, the first assignment is resistance and opposition. Your invisible enemies are resisting the idea that you should ever become important and significant in life. So you are being resisted and opposed on the road, on the road that you will become significant and important. It's always change your course, change it, change it, turn to turn to the left, turn to the left, make a U-turn, turn to the right. But because you are not aware, or maybe you don't even believe that there are adversaries. So instead of becoming stronger, instead of becoming stronger, you just say, it's not for me. Have you heard those words? It's not for me. It's it's not for me. This thing is not for me. This course is not for me. This relationship is not working. This thing is like this. This is like that. I mean, something that is supposed to make you important, significant, blessed. They say, it's not for me. Because the demons have been set up to oppose you, oppose you. To oppose you. And when you lack ideas. Or when you lack knowledge of the word. You give in. If you watch football. When you see a team that's been beaten. Not, not in the 89th minute. There's, there's 90 minutes in football. Know that they are being beaten in the 89th minute. Know that uh, six goals have been scored in the last minute. But from the 15th minute, you've conceded about four goals. You see, what you need to do is to change your tactics. But you see that many of the coaches don't have an idea. They don't know what to do. So they watch on and watch on and pray that 90 minutes after 15, the next should be 90. So they just sit back and watch. That's how it is when your Christian life is when you meet opposition or you meet something that you haven't prepared for. And then you give up. It's like you, you are lacking knowledge. You are lacking knowledge. You don't know that you have, to, you have to maybe pray more, study more, resist more, bind more to overcome the opposition because there will be opposition. There are things that oppose you. That's so when you see when you see a human being opposing you. Sometimes your closest friend, sometimes your closest friend, your closest friend can be your number one opposer. Instead of fighting that friend, know that it's a spirit. That they're adversaries. Adversary, another word for an adversary is an opponent. Opponent. The person is now playing. When you are wearing red, the person will be wearing blue. When you are playing this way, the person will be playing against you. That's an opponent. The person works works in the opposite direction of you. Doesn't move in the same direction. Moves against you. That's resistance. They start, they start discouraging you from the ministry. They say even you, even you, look at you. Look at you, you say you're a pastor. You say you're a pastor and look at look at you. And you sometimes you see how funny people you see the things that they are using to say that if you're a pastor, you wouldn't be doing such things. Huh. I don't want to say what I'm thinking. 
It's not the people closest to you are the people who oppose you. Sometimes the main opposition to a pastor is his wife. Main opposition. And they have, pastors' wives have a, 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 a phrase that they use. No one will tell you. I'm the only one who will tell you. No, you are the only one who is a witch. Yeah, if you ask me, that's what I said. You are the only witch. You are actually the only witch in his whole life. What you're saying, that is it. You are the only witch. You are the only witch. That's why you are the only person who can say what you are saying. Yes. When everybody is blessed, everybody is happy, you're the one who sees problems. And things that you want to correct. You've made yourself the Holy Spirit. Hey, you, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are nothing. You are nothing. You are nothing. You are nothing. Don't let me say shut up. You are nothing. Yes. So resistance and opposition is one. Is, you see, immediately when you see resistance and opposition, you should know that you've met Satan. Even in church work, when you're trying to do something, achieve something, and you see that the, the people around you or some people are resisting what you want to do, demons are at work. Demons. Devils. They are called adversaries. A great door and effectual is open. And then someone is trying to prevent you from going through that door. Ah. Ah. You should know who you are dealing with. You should know what you are dealing with. You have heard from God. God has spoken to you. This is the way. Let's do this. And then you, may, you are met with opposition. An adversary. That's the work of Satan. That's the work of demons. Number two. <laughs> Number two is Did I give you the definition of an adversary? Okay, write it. An adversary is someone who opposes, obstructs, prevents and stops you from achieving what you have set out to accomplish. Someone who opposes, obstructs. It's an obstruction. When you're driving someone, you see an obstruction. What, what, do you, what do you do? I remember once I was driving, it was in Peckham. It was in Peckham. Do you know Peckham? Yeah. Yes. It was in Peckham. It was very late at night. Very, very late. I can't even remember whether it's after midnight or just before midnight. But lonely road. To my left-hand side was a park. <laughs> was a park. Then suddenly, as my car was moving, I'm sure I was, I was driving. <laughs> driving. Suddenly two guys appear with one of these, you know, plumbing tubes, long pipes and they threw it on the, on the road. So I had to stop. You see, it, it was a, it's a trap. See, I had to stop. But I see, when I stopped, 
<laughs> I don't know why, but I came out of the car. Not to remove the obstruction. But I chased them into the park. <laughs> Us! We were running in the park. Number one, my ignition is on. My car key is on. They don't care to me. Hey, where are you going? What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, Richard, go back to your car. <laughs> so now I was in the park. And I could see, I could see them. Two young guys running, going. I said, no. No. So I stopped. And I'm sure I shouted in my fear. <laughs> I shouted, you are lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm the one who has been saved. <laughs> but for them to run more, yes, I shouted into the dark. Lucky. Then I started looking to my left and my right. <laughs> then I went and removed the things quickly. If you see the speed with which I removed it, and sat in my car. And locked the doors and looked. I said, If they're anyway, they're lucky. <laughs> but I was thanking God that I'm back in the car. <laughs> and I drove off. Uh, Peckham, Peckham. One day when I go with you on that road, I'll show you the road. Hey. I still remember anytime I drive, I say, Hey, this place. This place. I went into this park. Tack. Not walking to running after two boys. If I call them, I don't even know what I'll do with them. Maybe I'll just say, I'll just say to them, give your life to Jesus. Shall we pray? I'll just say, shall we pray? Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Shall we pray? All I was trying to explain to you is that an obstruction. They threw something on the road. I stopped. While I was going, I saw what I was doing. I started chasing them. Okay, so, look, next time they throw something at you, don't chase anybody, okay? Don't say, Bishop said he chased. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't chase. Don't chase nobody. Chase nobody. Just reverse and drive around it and go. Don't do what I did. Especially in Peckham. Look, I was out of there. My car door was left open. Because <laughs> I needed speed to catch them. <laughs> I, said, I said, what are you doing? I said, Richard, what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing? What are you what exactly are you doing? What's the plan? Yes, what's the plan? I mean, imagine one of them has even tripped and fallen, and I, and I get to him. What's the plan? What's the plan? I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan. Oh, 
Like if they knew who I was, they wouldn't have run. I think when I came out of the car, they felt they have they've got the wrong person. Yes. So that's why they ran. But actually. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure they thought this is one of the top guys of this. No, 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 no. We shouldn't have done this. Let's let's run because look at who he's coming. He's coming after us. He's left his car. Ignition running, door open, and he's coming. Yeah. Or maybe they saw an angel. They saw some power. <laughs> yes. Because as soon as my door opened and I stepped out, they took to their heels. I'm sure they saw some shiny, flaming sword. So I also shouted into the dark with my fake Peckham accent. You are lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> But don't do this at home. Don't try it. Number two. Second assignment. Are you understanding opposition? Second assignment is frustration. Yeah, frustration. Daniel chapter 7. Verse 25, frustration. And he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and to think of and and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand until the time and times and dividing of time. He shall wear out the saints. It's like they'll be frustrated frustrations frustrations and you feel frustrated you feel worn out you feel worn out you should know what is at work see something is frustrating or someone is frustrating you Hmm. look irritation let me give you some understanding of irritation. This sort of frustration. Frustration is like irritation and annoyance that come from internal issues. Also, it's like a disturbance. Irritation, disturbance, annoyance. They are all signs of demonic activities. Yeah. You, you are just trying to finish your coursework. And you can't seem to be making pro. You can't seem something. Like, it's like some somebody, a supervisor, lecturer, whatever, is just frustrating you. Instead of crying, pray. Understand today. Instead of crying, instead of being depressed and crying, instead of saying, I give up, pray. Leave, leave the work, leave the room, wherever you are. And step out on the road and start beginning to speak in tongues. Pray. Pray. 
pray. Because, look. I had a lecturer. I had a lecturer in a subject called abstract algebra. Wow. Yes. And <laughs> this guy, this guy, he's not well. He's not. No, no, it's true. It's not, it's not normal. I went, I went to his house with one of my friends, one of my mates. We're all in the same class. We just said, oh, today let's go and visit uh, doctor, whatever, whatever. So it was like a Saturday, or I can't remember what day it was. And we went to his house. He received us. He told us stories, stories that don't make sense. <laughs> stories. He talked, he talked endlessly. He was very grateful, very happy. He talked to us for a long time. And then we left. We didn't have a lecture with him till around Wednesday or even Thursday. So he came to the class and he was teaching. His back to the class and he was writing. Those days, things were not as they are now. They, we write. Yes. So he was writing. As he was writing, he was talking to the class. He was talking to the class. Like, you see, as they write, they talk about what they are writing and explain it. So as he's writing, he spoke to us. And then suddenly, in the middle of whatever he's writing, he just said, I don't know why. Richard and Philip came to my house. And that's not what he's writing. He's still writing or solving the equation. I don't, he said, I don't know why. Richard and Philip came to my house if it was Saturday, on Saturday. I would have expected Philip to have come with, because Philip's brother was also in the class. I would have expected Philip to have come with his brother. Then he mentioned his brother's name. But he came with Richard. Then he turned to, to, at this point, he turned and faced us. Then he said to us, I know why. They came to spy on me. If your lecturer says you've come to spot, prepare for a reset. Prepare for a reset. And not just one repeat. Prepare for a re-reset. And possibly prepare to repeat. That was his conclusion. He looked. I was sitting there. I used to sit on the front row like this. Philip will be next to me then. Some other guys will all sit on the front row like that. He said, I know why. He said to the whole class, I know why. So we're all now waiting. Why? <laughs> then he said, they came to spy on me. I said, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. It's over for me. It's over for me. It's over for me. I remember that day like yesterday. I went to my room. Dropped my books. And turned. I had, I had a place called bamboo, like a mini forest. It had bamboo trees. That's why I used to pray. I just walked straight from my room to that place. I said, The Lord, you are my refuge and my buckler. Hey, how I prayed. I, I mean, I, I, I said, Look, I am in this, in this prayer, I am writing my exam. It is being marked. I am passing before I'll leave this, this place that I'm praying. Wow. I said, Lord, save me. 
deliver me. I'll mention his name, Dr. Tess. Baptize him, baptize him in the blood of Jesus. Bind any spirit that is working in him. You see, till today, I remember my mark after. Because when exams came out, I just said, abstract algebra, how much did I get? Then I saw 68.8. And I said, ah, Lord, you've answered my prayer. But you see, one of my other friends... Today I'm laughing, but it wasn't funny. He, on another occasion, the same man, was teaching. I can't even remember what he said. But he, he whispered something to one of us. <laughs> he whispered something to one of us. And we laughed. And then when he turned, our faces went straight. But he spoke. So his voice was heard. He didn't say it. He just turned. And then he continued teaching. About a week later, he just came. When he came, because we always say the same place. He just came. Then he said, what's your name? Like, mention your names. He knows our names. He said, what's your name? Said, Leslie. Nana. Sicho. Morel. Let's, if it's Morel who said it. As soon as, as, soon as, as, soon as he said, Morel. He didn't ask the other two or three that were left. Then he said, thank you. He continued. <laughs> Is it, all he was trying to figure out was the voice. The voice that spoke. Is that which of them spoke? So as soon as he mentioned moral, then he turned and he continued teaching. He didn't say anything again. He, after, he, after the lecture, he didn't go and pray. <laughs> He was laughing and cracking jokes. Oh, child, it'll not be anything. I mean, this, that. He was cracking and laughing. You should ask him. You should ask him the receipts that visited him. <laughs> just, just frustration. He was just frustrated. Look at the name of the subject, abstract. Nobody understands. Nobody understands. The thing is abstract already. And then, you are, and, then you are, and then you are going to become his enemy. <laughs> you see, you remember what you said? You see, that, that is how can we even remember? We said to him, that, do, you, do you remember that thing that happened? I think that is it. That's what is, that's what is affecting you. <laughs> Brother, you should have prayed. And I told them, me, I went to pray. Me, I went to pray. I didn't tell all of you. I went alone alone to cry to my God. Cry to him. Because I'd seen an invisible enemy. Cry. Look, I cried to God. I, 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 I wrote the exam in the, in the forest. I got it marked in the forest. Yeah. Then I took the lecturer and I put him in the blood. Put him in the blood. I said, when, you, when he sees my exam sheet and he's marking it, Lord, take over. Take over his brain. Take over his eyes. Take over his fingers. <laughs> yes. I will never fail. When I felt he's okay, he's had enough blood. <laughs> then I released him. <laughs> then I went home. When you see frustration, frustration, Irritation, annoyance, 
demons are at work. Start praying. Pray about it. Number three, third assignment. I'm giving you the assignment. What they are there to do. Mm. Number three is blocking people. Blocking. That is to stop the work. To stop you from working for the Lord. And to stop the work of God from going on. Matthew chapter 16 verse 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Verse 22. Then Peter took him. It's like he took him on and began to rebuke him saying, be far from thee, Lord This shall not be unto thee. In other words, I block this thing from happening. I I block you. I block you from going to the cross. I block you from doing the will of God. I stop you. I stop you in your tracks. From doing the will of God. And from serving God. You will never serve God. You will be a normal human being. You will not be a preacher. You just be a... For Christianity, you can be a Christian. I can't wash the blood of Jesus off you. It's been washed already. But I block you from working for him. I block you. I block you. That's what what I said. This shall not be unto thee. This shall not be unto thee. I block you. I block you. You will not be a pastor. No, you be a normal Christian. Pastor, no. You won't be a basenta leader. No, 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 no. You can't be a soul winner. No, no, no. Be a normal church. Do you understand? Be a normal church member. Just go to church. I block you. I block you from singing. Small correction that you were given. That your, your, your singing is not nice. And it wasn't nice. Say so it shouldn't be said. So you do. Don't do this. When you dress, dress like this. Small correction that we give you. You're a public figure. Public figure. He said, we should correct your dressing. Small correction. Demons have taken over. And the aim is to block you from ever becoming a shining star. Yes. Blocked you. So never again. Never again. But look at, look at the response of Jesus. Verse 23. Look at his response. That's how, that's how we know about this. Next verse. Next verse, my dear. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get behind me, brother Peter. Is that what he said? He said, Get behind me, Satan. He heard the voice of Satan from behind him. That Satan is trying to block him from becoming the Messiah. From becoming the savior. The savior. We see when John the Baptist was introduced. He said this is the son. This is the lamb that taketh away the sins of the world. The prophecy about Jesus in Matthew. He said his name shall be Jesus. Because he shall be savior of the world. Savior of the world. He has, it's like he has died for our sins. He came for our sins. 
He takes away the sin of the world. Behold the lamb. And then he's about to fulfill, he's about to fulfill this prophecy that he shall save his people from their sins. And you are blocking them, him. And you are blocking him. He says, no, no, you're my friend, but now you are Satan. Satan is speaking through you. No, no, no. This is not the time to be smiling and to be. He saw, he saw the invisible enemy himself, Satan. He said, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Some of you are trying to work for God. Your friends are giving you all sorts of advice, telling you all sorts of things to slow you down. They're telling you, slow down. Cool down, cool down. Relax, relax. They say, we all love God. We all love God. How? But they don't love God as much as you love him. They don't love God as much as you love him. Watch them. The zeal that you have for God, they have it for other things. Watch them careful. Open your eyes and watch them. As you appear so passionate about the things of God and church as though you are crazy. Watch those people who are not passionate about the things of God. They are passionate over other things. Watch them carefully. What the sacrifices they make for other things. Look at it. First Corinthians 10, 20. I'll show it to you. Nobody is a passive human being. Like as for me, I'm just there. I'm cool and collected over everything. No, no, no. Look. Look, it says that, but I say that the things with the Gentiles sacrifice, it means everybody is sacrificing. They sacrifice to devils and not to God. You are either sacrificing to God, you are sacrificing to devils. Watch people when it gets to the things of God, they say, relax, be cool. Relax, take your time. Take your time. Watch people who do the things of God as their choice. Or it's like when we have spare time. Yes. Watch what they do for other things. Yeah. So I say that the things they sacrifice, everybody is sacrificing. Yes. Everybody sacrifices. Everybody has time for what they have for. And everything that you are doing, you have stopped other things to do it. Yes. That's the sacrifices. That's the sacrifices. When it gets to God, God should, God should take God should take. The leftover. Hey. <laughs> God should take the leftover. God should come and collect your leftover. God should come and collect your leftover. Your leftover energy. Your your le- your your left your leftover your leftover money. Your leftover time. Thank like, God, I have I have some five minutes left. So you see people when they can't, they can't, they can't even wait for the service to end. When they go to a movie, they'll sit to the end till everybody has left. They are the last to get up. Yes. You should see them. You should see them. You should see them when they go to the gym. I have to be here for three hours. You know, there's nothing more to do. But I have to, I have to spend three hours here. Every I have to be here. So you say, they're just there. I have to be here. It's like I have to be here. I have to be here. But they can't tell you, they don't have time for God. It's like, ask for God, let's go. Like the things that they sacrifice, oh, they, are, they are giving it to devils. 
And when you try to do something for God, then they block you. Those are the agents of Satan. Agents. Agents of Satan. They block you. They're the ones that will tell you that it's because of church that you are failing. Yes. Because of church that you are doing this. Because of church that this is happening to you. Agents. Agents of Satan. Enemies of the gospel. Enemies of the faith. Enemies of the things of God. Yes. Did you see them when they go clubbing? I don't know what they do to end the club, but they stay to the end. At least here we know we share the grace. I don't know what they do to end clubbing. Lights come on. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know what happens there. They will stay till the lights come on. Yes. 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 And afterwards, they are still not happy. They are looking for, is there not another place we can go to? Yeah. Blockers, blockers of the service of God are demons and devils. That's what Jesus said. Get thee behind me, Satan. Next one. Is it time to close? It's almost though. Almost. The lights are coming on too. Stay to the end, isn't it? Yeah. That boy visits you and he's going, say, Oh, are you going? Oh, do I? Oh. Then you deliberately start another conversation as though there's something to say. The strategy of a sister to keep you to keep you around is, uh, is the stories they tell you. Yes. Yes. As she is there acting as though she's so innocent. When you fall into suicide, it's like it wasn't her. She was just there. You were just chatting. But when you decide to go, she starts another story. When you start to go, she starts another thing. Sometimes mixed with tears. Are you going? Are you going? Are you going? Don't go. Follow the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You see that now you are burning. The fire has reached your brains. Instead of save yourself, get up and go. Tell her, Tell her, I'll come back next week, okay? Next week. Then tell her, say after me, next week. Then you tell her, let's spell it. N-E-X-T. W-E-E-K. They ask her, what have you just spelled? Next week. Bye-bye. Yes. Another time, don't give hugs to Pat. Wave. Wave. When she starts her story, tell her, call me, call me. Call me. I'll hear, I'll hear your story on the phone. I'll hear your story on the phone. I'll hear your phone. Yes. Because it gets to a point, Satan is now using her to destroy you. Yes. Satan is now using her. Oh, man of God. Oh, man of God. Be decisive and be strong. And walk away. Oh, man of God. Oh, man of God. M-O-G. Mog. No man of God. Get up and go. Hey. 
May you escape every blocker. Number four. temptations. The assignment is to tempt. Mark chapter 1 verse 12. Temptations. (laughs) Mark chapter 1 verse 12. It says that immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan. And was with the wild beasts. And the angels ministered unto him. Many people, many men of God are under constant temptations. Constant tests. To trip. To trip, to fall. To give up. To give up. To surrender. Sometimes unforgiveness, lust, impatience, can't wait for some things. Can't wait for something. See, there's some people who can't wait for the calling of God. I'll tell you something in life. I'll tell. I'll tell you a life's lesson. Should I tell you a life's lesson? Yes. Any time you see someone doing something that he is good at, that thing looks easy. Do you understand? One say he is good at because I'm good. Life says when you take the ministry, when you see somebody who is anointed, called and anointed, what he's doing looks easy and simple. It's like it's nothing. I can also do. I can also do. So that's when Satan starts provoking people. Break off, walk away. You can also do it. You can also because it it, it makes you overlook all the things that it takes to have that thing. Anytime you see a good footballer, you think you can play football. You take your boy, and then when you get there, when you get there, you try to step over. Before that, before that, you are. But now you don't understand. How do you step over? Anything that someone is good at, that thing looks easy and attractive. Easy and attractive. Easy and attractive. It looks easy and attractive. You will feel you can do. You will think it's nothing you can do. You think, oh, I can do, I can do. I can have a church, yes. I can have a church, I can start a church. Yes. And I'm going to target young people. Yes, young people, they will come. They will come. Young people. <laughs> yes, I'm going to target young people. I mean, when I get young people, they'll come. Also, also young people, they come, they come anywhere. Yes. That's a temptation. Not being patient to go through training, learning, to even hear the call of God before, the, before becoming even anointed. Yeah. So temptations, temptations, they invite you to do things prematurely. How many things do you have? Is five a good number to end on? Okay. So five is a good number. Mm. Mm -hmm. The next one, which is number nine in my book, number nine, 
is betrayal and loyalty. Betrayal. Betrayal and disloyalty are the assignments. John, John 13 verse 2. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Any form, sign, reason for disloyalty is the work of demons and devils. Any reason, any reason, any form, any sign of betrayal and disloyalty is the work of Satan. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. When you see a traitor, a disloyal person, someone turning his back on someone he shouldn't turn his back on, mm-hmm. someone who has only loved them, even in his correction, it's out of love. Or rebuke, it's out of love. When you see someone turn their back on such a person, complain, crumble, this, that, you're actually looking, you're actually looking at people who will never do well. Yes, because the scripture says that the person who repays good with evil is cursed. Watch people who have been good to you. In case you don't know what good is. Watch people who have been good to you. Never turn your back on them. Because it doesn't come with a blessing. See, when devil entered into him, he started planning to betray him. John chapter 10 and verse 10. My Mm. final verse. John 10, 10. You know John 10, 10? Do you know John 10, 10? Wow. John 10, 10. Did I say Joshua? John. John. Someone is thinking about Joshua, you see. After church, I'll ask the person, do you know, are there any Joshua's in your life? There's a Josh somewhere. Look, let's be serious. It says that the thief cometh not. In other words, the thief will not bother to appear. Except he has something to do. He won't come at all. Unless he has something to do. Unless he has something to do. The demon. The devil. One of his names is thief. He will not not bother to come around you or come into your life. Except to accomplish these three things. So these are my three final points that I'm reading to you from one verse. Stealing is a sign of the presence of devils. It's the assignment to steal. To steal is to take something that doesn't belong to you. And stealing usually goes with lying. People who lie a lot are uh, stealers. (laughs) They're thieves. Yes. Be wary of people who tell lies. 
Little, big, medium-sized lies. Be very, be very careful of them. They are dangerous people. Someone who can't say the truth. You see, let me tell you something also for free. There's something for free. When you can't tell the truth, don't say anything. Yes. Let lying never be an option. When you can't say the truth, what should you say? Don't say. Nothing. Say nothing. When you ask, say mercy. Say forgive. Say wow. Say oh. But don't lie. Don't lie. Or sit quietly, sit quietly and stare. Yeah. But don't lie. Don't make up stories. Don't create stories. Don't lie. Yes, they are very wild people. It's true. And dangerous people. People who lie. So you see the person is abroad. The person is telling you that, oh, I'm just I'm just I'm just in the I'm on Denmark Hill. I'm on Denmark Hill. What if you die abroad? What, what would you say? What, what happened? Are you, are, are, are you Philip? Is your name Philip? <laughs> this is abroad. The person is, oh, I'm just here. I'm actually driving, so I can't even talk. And the person is abroad. The person is on their way to the airport to board a flight. Hey. Is it the same person? The same person is a thief. So one of the manifestations of Satan is stealing. Stealing. Ashes, have we run out of chairs today? No. Okay. You are just chilling. Stealing. To take something that does not belong to you. Anybody who takes anything that does not belong to the person is a thief. And that's Satan. When you start losing things, you know, demons are at work. Yes. Losing things. Things that are yours, you are losing it. Or you are being denied of having it. It's being taken away from you. A devil is at work. Next thing is killing. It's to kill. When you see there are a lot of killing, murders, demons, devils are at work. Devils are at work. It's not because of lack of employment. Or no parents. Or no education. It's a spirit. Because otherwise he won't come. He said, look, Jesus said he won't come. These are the words of Jesus. If you have a Bible, you say it's, it's in red. He said, look, he won't come. The thief, he won't come. The, he won't come. If he appears, he's coming to steal. And he's coming to kill. He's coming to kill. He's coming to take a life. Otherwise he won't come. And then third thing. Third assignment of the devil is to destroy. To destroy beautiful things. Destroy a beautiful church. Destroy a beautiful relationship. To make people fight. Make people be at war. Sometimes the person that you should have respected and kept closest to you is the one you are fighting with. Yes. Because you allowed Satan to use you to do something you shouldn't have done. And that's why you should also be quick to forgive. 
Because you should know that this is the work of Satan. This is the work of Satan. This is the work of the enemy. What do you think? You think so? Beautiful. God bless you. Stand to your feet. How many of you can see some presence of devils that you need to bind and block and reject? I want you to pray for yourself. Call that thing by name. Call that thing by name. And block it. Bind it. Pray. 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 We are praying. We are praying. Pray. Behind the camera, wherever you are, pray. Bind devils. Bind demons. Active ones. Non-active ones. Passive ones. Disrupting your life. Frustrating you. Causing irritation. Making you feel tired. Making you think about giving up. Bind. Giving you thoughts. Losing your love. Your zeal. Your passion. For the things of God. Redirecting your passion. Redirecting your zeal. Redirecting your strength. To save devils. To save useless things. Bind. Reject. Oppose. Yes. Bind. Bind. Oppose. Reject. Cast it out of your life today. Pray. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Kapashataya. Kapasopatasaya. Kapasomikasaya. Kapaziko. Kapazita. Kapafema. Kapalia Dabatose. Tatalia. 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 Things trying to change your life. Trying to change who you are. Bringing you down. Making you stagnant. Killing your faith in God. Bind it today. Ha ha. Tataliatosa. Tiendo satire. Tiendo satire. Diverting your course to make you irrelevant. To make you insignificant. To make you ordinary. Hatasa. Hatasa famatasa. Hatasipo. Palibata. Biekomata. Piedo sata. Piedo fama. Malabata shanda lava diva kapa. Prado staya. Prado sata. Prado sata. Prado samiko. Prado femitebe. Prado libitasha. Piedosa. Piedosa. Resist today. Oppose today. 
declare it out of your life today. Speak it. Command it out. Command it out. Command it out. Command it out. Devil out. Demons out. Leave. 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 Chains are broken. Holds are broken. Leave. Depart. Go. 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 By the power and the name of Jesus. Leave the people of God. Pashatasa. Piado Samba Lava Kapataya. Spirits of confusion. Spirits of depression. Spirits of weakness. Spirits of sicknesses and diseases. Long-standing sicknesses. Acute problems. I command you. By the name of Jesus. Go now. Go now. Pasopa. Pasipa. Pietosa. Piacosa. Piemito. Febete. Chata. Chata. Chata satasa. Chata satasa. Sebradishtaya bakasta. Padola bakataya. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for victory. Thank you for the blessing of victory. Thank you for the blessing, Lord. Blessing of victory through the name of Jesus. Every devil I declare bound. Spirits of confusion. Spirits of weakness. Spirits of frustration. Spirits of irritation. Spirits of weariness. Spirits has made you weary over every good cause. I bind tonight in the name of Jesus. And I declare, your strength shall be renewed. Like the strength of an eagle. You shall walk, run, move, and never be weary, and never faint, and never give up. Receive the might of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the blessing. Thank you, Father, for the blessing. The spirit that causes failure. Failure in exams. Failure in your career. Failure at the workplace. Failure in relationships. Failure in marriage. I bind the spirit of failure. In the name of Jesus. And declare. You are not a failure. You are not a failure. Every bad experience you've ever had. I declare today. Is turned into your victory. Is converted into your victory today. You shall be victorious. Your end shall be good. Your life shall be blessed. You will advance with great strength of the Lord. From victory to victory. I prophesy victory into your life. I prophesy victories into your life. May you win every battle. May you overcome every obstruction. May you defeat every enemy. And may your life have peace. Peace. May the peace of God abide with you. And stay with you. Peace on all fronts. Peace on all fronts. Peace in all spheres of life. May you experience peace. That thing that that causes disturbance. And and uneasiness. 
restlessness i cast that thing today in the name of jesus peace on all fronts peace on all fronts have peace walk in peace live in peace enjoy peace be a partaker of peace in the mighty name of jesus i pray and the saints of god shouted a big amen Amen. no i said a big amen Amen. no i think i said a big amen Amen. every eye closed every head bowed i want to pray for you specially you're here i believe somebody invited you to church today perhaps they even invited you last week or some weeks ago you've been coming but deep in your heart you don't have a relationship with god you know you know you don't have a relationship with him you know you don't you don't you don't know him you've not received jesus as your lord and savior today you want to say pastor pray with me i want to give my life to jesus today is my day this is my moment I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be a Christian. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. I want my name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. I want to be called a child of God. I want that, I want that personal relationship with God. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you're here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Lift up high and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my life. God bless you. I can see your hands. You also want to join in. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Very important time. Souls are being saved. Lives are being affected. Lives are coming to God. New life is being given. A life of peace. Salvation is being given. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep it up and keep it up high so I can see you. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my heart and in my life. Someone invited me. I've been going to church. I've been going to church. But I don't seem to have that relationship. I want it today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seats, wherever you are. Far back, close to the front, wherever you are, come and join us here. Come and join us. Come. Maybe you didn't think that we'll come to the front, so you didn't lift up your hand. You can still come. You can still come. Come. There is still room for one. Yes, I'm there waiting. is room Come. at room. the cross for you. Yes, there is room. There is room Come. at the cross for you. Don't stand there and say another time. Today there is, is room day. at the Today cross for you. Come. No There is still room Come from for wherever you are. one. Yes, there is far room near wherever at the you are. Cross no, it's too far. For you. Come. There's room. 
by your heads let's pray everybody in front let's pray if you still want to come you can join us it's not late it's not late till you drop dead and you don't know when that day will be why don't you make today your day of salvation before it's too late you can join us if you want to come don't think about your friend hardly do friends die together Hardly do husbands and wives even die together. You be alone. So if you want to come, forget about your friend, forget about everybody, and walk to the front now as we are about to pray. Every eye closed, every head bowed, let's say this prayer together. Especially those of us in front, say this prayer. The whole church, help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Say it. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I, am I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Of all my sins. I am sorry. For the bad things I have done. Please forgive me. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus. Say it. Say, Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father. Thank you for accepting me. And making me a child of yours. Thank you for today. Thank you for salvation. And thank you for the opportunity to be in church today in Jesus name Amen Father I pray for these ones in front establish them in your house let them be stable Lord let them know you let them serve you thank you for the new life thank you for the Holy Spirit that shall guide them and teach them Lord to love you more 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please receive these gifts from us very quickly. It's for you. It says, read your Bible, pray every day. So at the close of service, all of you in front, at the close of service, can you see where it says Salvation Corner? Right here, where, where these people are waving. Where they're waving. Please, make your way here. Whilst everybody's making their way out, you make your way this way and come and sit here. We'll, we'll talk to you briefly before you leave. So at the end of the service, end of service is when we share the grace. When we say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that's the end of the service. Just as in the club, I'm just told that when the lights come on, it's over here. Service ends when we share the grace. So when we you hear we share the grace, please come this way. Can you wave again? Yes, right here. Right here. We'll talk to you briefly before you leave and you go. Congratulations. God bless you. Jesus loves you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wow, congratulations. You came to Jesus. You made it, Miss Pinker. God bless you. God bless you. You made it to Jesus. Are you not glad you made it to Jesus? You made it to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. You may go back to your seats and we'll see you at the end of the service. Clap for them. Give them a mighty hand clap. And say, go. Communion, communion, communion. Your miracle is in today's communion. There shall be a drowning of pharaohs, agents of Satan, wicked spirits, principalities, powers, assignments of devils against your life shall be drowned by the blood of Jesus today. There shall be a drowning. There shall be a drowning. Evil spirits shall be drowned. They will disappear from your life today. You will never see them again. Like was said to the Israelites, the Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. I declare to you today, after this communion, every trouble, every problem, every difficulty, every sickness, every disease, every declaration of a curse that is hanging over your life, it shall be drowned today. You will never see or hear of it again in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, let your amen be loud and clear. It is over for every work of Satan in your life. Father, I bless every bread and every cup. I declare this is the body of Jesus. And this is the blood of Jesus. Father, as we eat and we drink, thank you for life. Thank you for victory. Thank you for the power to overcome. Thank you for the dissolving and disappearing of evil spirits, of sicknesses, sicknesses without names, diseases without names, diseases with names. Thank you, Lord, that they shall bow to the name of Jesus today. Thank you for healing. Thank you for your power. And thank you for the opening of great and mighty doors of your blessing. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it.
the blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Father, thank you. The victory is ours. Thank you, Lord. The victory is ours. That we shall walk in victories. By the eating of the body and the drinking of the blood. Victory is established in our lives. In Jesus' name. If you have breath, say amen. And if you have faith, say a bigger amen. And if you believe your victory is secured, say a wonderful amen. Every good thing you are expecting has been delivered to you. Every good thing you've been hoping for has been delivered into your life today. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. It is yours. Expect good things. Expect victories. Expect blessings. You won. Turn to the person to your left and your right and say, Congratulations, you won. Tell them, congratulations, you won. God bless you. Take your seats. You made it. You made it. Your feet shall walk in beautiful places. Places you have dreamt about. Experiences you have dreamt of. Your feet shall walk there. You shall live it practically. Practically in your life. Practically. I release 27 weddings. Receive it. Be included. It shall happen. You've only imagined yourself wearing a wedding dress. You will practically wear it. You see? Oh, you you will wear. It's not even a joke. You wear it. You see, when when Prince William got married, I always remember when he came out and he sat in the whatever they sat in. Then Kate turned to him with a smile and whispered, but we could read her lips. She said, Are you happy? Are you happy? Are you happy? And he nodded and said, Yes. Are you happy? Are you happy? You'll be happy on your wedding day. You'll be happy on your wedding day. There'll be no regrets. Amen. There'll be no regrets. Amen. When you turn and you look at him in the eyes, you don't even have to say it. Before you open your uh, your mouth, he'll kiss you on the lips. 
to tell, to seal, to seal, to seal and cancel out every doubt. For you to say, I'm happy. Receive that experience. She said, are you happy? You will have happy experiences. You have good experiences. Your experiences of life shall be good. Be good. Be good. Some of you have imagined yourself graduating. It seems as though frustrations, obstacles, hindrances. Hey, small graduation. It's become like it's become like a marathon race. Everything that is blocking you from graduating is removed today. Your path in the university shall be smooth, shall be fast, shall be quick, and shall be victorious. No more struggles. I said no more struggles. You will not struggle. That gown you have imagined yourself wearing and shaking the hands of your dean it shall happen practically practically you also don't have that picture yes. you, you throw the hat you also do it Amen. practically Amen. it will happen for you Amen. you have won Amen. by coming to church today Amen. and receiving the communion Amen. victory has been handed over to you You'll be victorious. You'll be victorious. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube, and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.